Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. everybody uh thank you for realizing that hey there's another episode in our feed or just being on our facebook page and seeing that we posted it whatever uh so scott and i've been talking about doing this particular side podcast for almost two years i think yeah it's been a while uh so we're finally biting the bullet because we wanted to do this we wanted to do a sideshow called soundtracking in which we sit down and we break down soundtracks to movies it doesn't have to be a horror movie if if there's a movie that we watch for horror movie night that has a good enough soundtrack to discuss it you better believe that we'll do an episode on it but otherwise we're just going to cover all of the shit that we love from the 90s and and 80s music soundtrack wise uh and and beyond so what better one to start off with than the movie that we probably have talked about the most (laughs) on our show uh can't hardly wait so the way that we want to do this is we're going to break down the soundtrack track by track kind of reminisce about the scenes that the songs represent what songs are good what songs are garbage and then in a lot of cases there's a ton of great songs that just don't make it onto the soundtrack we're going to discuss those and like what songs absolutely should have been on the soundtrack I am of the mind that when Can Hardly Wait came out, it was around the exact same time that The Wedding Singer and Forrest Gump came out. And those movies got two soundtracks apiece because there what? was so much music in them. Wow. Yeah. I totally this movie, about that. This absolutely deserved a Can Hardly Wait volume two with all <laughs> of this extra stuff because there's so many great songs that, are, that just are missing. Um, so it kicks off with the appropriately titled Graduate by Third Eye Blind, which is one of my favorite Third Eye Blind songs because Third Eye Blind, I feel like, is one of those bands that kind of represents, like, the very poppy alternative rock and, like, graduates one of the few songs of theirs that really fucking rips and I've always wanted, a like, a good pop-punk cover of this song because I feel like it's designed for, like, an awesome gang vocal yell on that Can I Graduate at the start. That's a genius uh, And it's a great way to kick off the soundtrack. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I think that you I have, have good to. ideas. I'm just not a good musician. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that it's, I mean, like you said, you have to. You have to kick off the Can't Hardly Wait soundtrack with Graduate. It's the only appropriate song yeah. to start it with. Yeah, I think. And that whole, that intro scene is so good. Like with, you don't see anybody's face. You just see, you hear people talking. And they're like, oh my god! But, but like, but they start that with, uh, but that song in the beginning of the movie is "Open Road" song by Eve Six, which oh, is the best song oh, Eve Six ever wrote. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Sorry. I don't even I, remember where grad. I don't think graduates in the movie. It, I think graduate uh, was in the in the trailer. No, son, <laughs> don't fuck with this knowledge. Uh, graduate <laughs> is playing when um, Preston and uh, what's his female best friend's name? Jesus Christ. Um, Oh yeah, her. yeah. Like, uh, oh, her, <laughs> Anne. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So Denise, Denise, Denise Fleming, Denise Fleming is a tampon. Um, <laughs> I we feel just like... can't hardly wait to rents. Like we just randomly yeah. will say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and PCU, pretty much. Those two movies, the horror movie night, which is like, ah! <laughs> Just like, fucking can't and, stop ourselves. And in our chats, uh, basketball. We have basketball Tourette's yeah. in our oh, chat yeah. rooms. And don't worry, that's coming. Um, so, so, I'm almost positive, and if anybody knows this, has watched this movie more recently than either of us, which is entirely possible, they can shout out on the on the SoundCloud link or on the group um, that we're wrong, but I'm pretty positive it is playing in the diner um, when Preston and Denise are talking about going to the party. That makes sense. I, I think that that might be right. All the other ones, I mostly remember where they are. There's two that I don't, and they're awful songs, so it's not really that big of a deal. Uh, but, so let's move on to the next track, because it's the song that they did a music video for to promote the soundtrack, because kids... Any of you listening who are like 16 or younger, back in the day, they used to make music videos to promote soundtracks. Uh, Can't Get Enough of You, Baby by Smash Mouth. This was back before there was the Smash Mouth backlash, and we were still kind of okay with them as a band. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, but they were already really big, right? Because it wasn't um, Walking on the Sun. Walking on the Sun was in this movie as well. Yeah, like they, they got had, two songs. <laughs> they must have gotten these songs for pennies on the dollar. Like that, there's no <laughs> way that they had the budget for all these massively pop later massively popular songs. Like, fucking damn it, was on this and like yeah. walking on the sun. It, it, anyway, but but can't hardly uh, can't get enough of you, baby. I think is the only song that was written for the soundtrack because it everything else on this mo- in this movie for the most part is available on the albums that came out prior to Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, Can't get enough, you baby. Wasn't available until the following year on their their follow like their sophomore album. Uh, but oh, I think that this was this was the best type of Smash Mouth was the Walking on the Sun. Can't get enough, you baby. Where it was like that '60s garage rock throwback. Yeah. And I don't oh, know yeah, why they very, ever very stopped like doing it. Surfy. Oh, well, yeah, like that's that, where the money went. That's true. But I, I actually really do enjoy their cover of Can't Get Enough, You Baby. It's a really fun song, and I still play it at a lot of parties like if i'm djing parties i absolutely play can't get enough you baby at those parties (laughs) well and also i think a lot of people will do not realize that this is is a cover i don't remember who did it originally it was like some rando band right from the from the 60s Yeah, it was a random yeah it was uh question mark and the mysterions yeah yeah no wonder nobody remembers that goddamn band name um (laughs) because your band name sucked but uh the, the the whole point of mentioning that this was like 
written for the movie is the, the music video has um, it, it's got Jennifer Love Hewitt in it, right? Yeah, she's dancing on stage. There's a really funny part in the music video, and I went, I miss when music videos would do this, where there's a guy in the audience and he's like real like he's holding this girl real close and he's singing along to the song like real obnoxiously over top of the track and the band stops and they look at him and he looks up and he goes uh we're the ones singing this sir and no, then was, go back into the song this is my song that's what he says <laughs> yeah, this I, mean, is- <laughs> I, I have not I, okay so for anybody listening that doesn't know matt matt is obsessed with 90s music he like posts I, I, are you still doing a 90s song every single day on your Facebook? I'm pretty sure you are. It's, it, um, it turned to 80s. I had ran out of 90s songs after seven years. Yeah, wow. <laughs> wow. It, it took a while. Anyway, so Matt knows the 90s and knows 90s music videos pretty well. So the fact that he didn't get that one right off the bat means a lot to me that I was able to just one up you there. So there we go. But on to the next track. I already mentioned it. Damn it. By, by Blink-182, their breakout hit off of their software Iconic album, Dude Ranch. Iconic song in the scene as well. Like that's, that's the thing. And we already know what we're going to do for next month. So I don't want to say anything there. But one of the issues I have with this soundtrack and next month's soundtrack is that the songs that were picked to be on the soundtrack only a handful of them are like you hear the song and you immediately remember the exact moment that that song happened. Yeah, that's the guy who did a fucking backflip to this one. <laughs> that's why we remember it. Yeah, this is when the cops show up. Uh, they, no, you know, no, 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 no. Um, isn't it when they're going to the party is the first time you hear it, or is it when the guy? It was, or is it when the cops show up? I thought it was. It's when the cops show up. Okay. It's absolutely when the cops show up because I remember being in the theater and hearing that guitar riff and like losing my mind because it was. This was like my favorite song when it came out. And like, so I was like, oh shit, this is in this movie. <laughs> uh, you know, in, in um, you ever see that Dave Chappelle uh, skit with uh, John, John Mayer when they're when they're doing like the white people music? And he's like, play, play the fight riff. And then, then like gets all the white people like upset. And that's what I think about when I think of the beginning to damn it. <laughs> Uh, so then the next song, I don't know anything else by this guy, Broham, uh, but I fucking love this song. I don't uh, even I recognize the name of it. What part of the song, what part of the movie is it? It's it's right around when Mike Dexter shows up, but it's like, the party didn't start till I walked in and it probably won't leave before, uh, and I probably won't leave until the thing ends, but in the meantime, the in-between time, I go for yours, you'll go for mine. Like, it's this rap song of just about being the fucking life of the party. I was so really impressed that you did, like, five bars. I was waiting for you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a pretty hype song. It's not one that's, like, an iconic moment but of, as far as like the songs that i didn't know when i bought the soundtrack it was probably the one i listened to the most i was like man this song's great but the, it's there's not much to talk about uh the buster rhymes song is the song that got me into buster rhymes god damn it uh, it's damn the, you buster rhymes it's the song that samples uh the theme from knight rider <laughs> oh so yeah oh yeah so it's what it's what plays buster it when rhymes? they show kenny yeah, it's what plays when they show Kenny yeah, yeah. Uh, like that. Um, it's a great song. Oh, because uh, it's got the fucking Knight Rider theme in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, dude. 
you put that do you remember there was that Indian uh there was like that Indian techno song that came out in like the mid 2000 uh, like early 2000s that sampled the Night Rider theme and it was fucking awesome and it used to be on MTV too all the time no, I don't remember that I, I but uh, anything that's got the Night Rider theme gets me pretty hyped up yeah it's a gr- it's one of the best theme songs of all time now we tit now we hit a real there's a real dip in this soundtrack, and it happens right around Missy Elliott's "Hit Him with the He." <laughs> yeah, I don't. I have no clue when the song is in this movie. Me neither. <laughs> in this I, movie. I, I, <laughs> I cannot help you there. Um, I, I, actually, I think that the next three three songs, I don't even know what they are yeah. or where they are in the movie. It, and they are the three worst songs on the soundtrack. So we got the Missy Elliott's "Hit Him with the He." It's it's whatever. I mean, I don't hate Missy Elliott, but I'm not a fan. K and P, KP and Envy, uh, who I've never heard of before or after with the song Swing My Way, which is the worst song on the album. It's just a very generic, slow jam, like they R&B it for song. A slow dance part of the movie that probably didn't even show up in the final. Probably. Cut. It's, it's very whatever. Parliament, the song's pretty good. It's, it's Parliament Funkadelic. It's George Clinton. It's one of like George Clinton's like 14 fucking bands. <laughs> um, it's just a generic song that's in the background in the scene as they're walking around the party. It sounds like anything you've ever heard by George Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just a very like funky track. But then. Yes. Funk. Oh, yes. Then, then we get to It's Tricky by Run DMC, which for years I thought was a Bloodhound Gang song. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not realize that that was a cover for the longest time yeah. until I saw Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, so. and that's the part where um, Denise walks in on Kenny blow-drying his wet pants and um, reading a pocket-sized Kama Sutra book. Well, I believe he's... Well, I mean, it's really just that whole scene. Oh, oh, that's right. He like closes the thing. He closes the door like very gently, and then he like takes off his backpack. It's like the love kit. Um, <laughs> and then the song just kicks fucking yeah. in. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I I'm not hundred percent, but um, I'm I'm close with these remembrances. So, <laughs> song ten. I have a quick story about this because it's it's high by Feeder, and Megan was. We were making dinner a couple weeks ago, and she had her Spotify on. Or, or maybe it was um, uh, Pandora. It was Pandora, actually. And it was some mix radio station or whatever. Um, and I don't even remember how it came up. It was like 90s. Maybe it was Cranberries or something like that. And High came on, and I was singing along, and she's like, I have never heard this song in my life. I'm like, are you serious? This was like, I had this record. This was a terrible record, by the way. This is the only good song on that record. Uh, and I wasted 15 hard-earned $19.99 <laughs> on it. I, I mean, it sucks because there's like, I've heard a handful of songs by Feeder, and I, I also bought one of their albums. And it's definitely one of those bands where they had like maybe five or six songs that were genuinely good, but strung out across like three or four albums. Like they could never just make a good album. They, yeah. But I am a big fan of the song High. Oh yeah, it's uh, such a good I'm, song. It's really fun to sing along to as well. And that part is where... Oh shit, is that the part where... Um, uh, just... Is something with the pool part of the movie? Is that where I I'm... Think, I, I was thinking that it's when he, like, gets dumped by her. I, like, oh, when, when yeah, he yeah, talks yeah, to Amanda yeah. and... 
Yeah. Like, I think that that's where that is. Because I was confusing that with another song. There, there's another song on this soundtrack that's a pretty damn good song. And I always confuse where both of them fall. Uh, Black Labs had one of my all-time favorite songs from the 90s. And no one seems to remember it. It was a song called Time Ago. Uh, and I if I sent that. it to you, I'm if sure I sent I you the song, you'd be like, yeah, you'd be like, oh, shit. Like, it's a song that no one remembers until I play it for them. But the song Tell Me What You Say is definitely not one of their better efforts. <laughs> uh, it, it's definitely right there with Hit Him With The He as like far as I can pretty much hit that skip button immediately when it comes on. Because I want to get to the best song Matthew Sweet has ever written Oof. and recorded as quickly as possible. Yes. Uh, farther down is the like it is the song of Can't Hardly Wait. And it is uh... such a beautiful song. I don't. I, I personally don't feel it as the song from Karen Hardly Way, but it well, is a great, I'm, great song. But I'm saying is like, because it's the song that appears. I think it appears like two or three. Like, it's the song that is incorporated into some of the musical score. Like, it was the like. You know how like uh, in the Wedding Singer, there's the I you know I want to grow old with you song that like yeah. you hear pop up in the musical score. Like that's if you listen further down appears in the background like musical score throughout the movie it is like the love theme of uh, of of Preston and Amanda <laughs> Amanda Beckett <laughs> well, he's got t-shirts sometimes uh, the hair um, so then we get the title track Can't Hardly Wait by The Replacements which is a good song but and it's the first time I ever heard The Replacements yeah, I never then- knew who they were and that was that was pretty mind blowing for me because I was like, these guys have a really big discography. Because like, <laughs> I, I was like, who are these guys? And they were they must have been forty when this movie came out. Like they were not in their prime. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did uh, you know humble brag here. I did sit down and interview the writer and director of Can't Hardly Wait, <laughs> and he was saying that basically they had no clue what because the, the movie was originally called The Party. And then they had to change the name at the last second. And it good because that's a garbage name for a movie. Pretty much. But he said that they were listening to the replacements because it was his favorite band. And he's just like, why not just call it Can't Hardly Wait? And then they got the the rights to put the song in the movie and on the soundtrack. So it was the replacements are why it's called this, basically. Uh, I actually, I mean, even since the 90s, I kind of assumed that because I knew that the replacements wouldn't have written a song specifically for this film. And it's, I would argue it's like, probably top three songs that the replacements ever wrote it's a really fucking good song Um, oh absolutely and then so this is the song that i always get confused with high umbrella by dog's eye view who dog's eye view is another like one of those one hit wonder 90s bands who i really like they have a bigger song than this yeah they had the song everything falls up that's right and then i get to try to put it back together (laughs) (laughs) But Umbrella is the song that's playing when Amanda's taking all of the pictures down off of her mirror. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's a it's a pretty cool jam, but like Dog's Eye View, I bought one of their albums because I loved Everything Falls Apart. And uh, they have two good songs, and it's Umbrella and Everything Falls Apart. Uh, and then you can't not end the Can't Hardly Wait soundtrack with some G&R, Paradise City. It's probably Ugh. the most iconic musical moment in the movie. <laughs> I know this song. I know this song. A guy I used to tutor in math made me listen to it. <laughs> I love the part where the girls like see his chub and they like 
do the thing with their hands. It's like, oh, it's like a 12 inch penis. And then they are like, oh my God. Like, this was absolutely written by a dude. <laughs> I also love the line. <laughs> Did those two girls just go in the makeout room with William Lecter? Yeah. Yeah. They're so lucky. So lucky. <laughs> How the hell? I'm just looking here and I see that Entertainment Weekly ranked this movie as number 44 on the 50 best high school movies of all time. And I call oh, bullshit. Oh, they can eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is top 10. Easy. Easy. And uh, it's not just because we were in high school when this movie came yeah, out. No. It is so good. It's worth noting. I know we're talking about the soundtrack, but like I'm looking at just the, the small appearances of famous people that pop up in this movie between you've got... Uh, Chris Owen, who you know as the Shermanator. You've got Jason <laughs> Siegel. You've got, uh, how do you pronounce her name? Clea Clea DeVille? Clea Duvall. Clea Duvall from The Faculty. Uh, Jamie Presley's in here. Uh, Sean Patrick Thomas. Uh, Freddie Rodriguez pops up in this from Six Feet Under. Donald Faison. Selma Blair is in this movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Selma Blair. Jo- uh, Jerry O'Connell. Jenna Elfman at, like, the peak of her popularity. Brecken yeah, Meyer. Uh, Amber Benson from from uh, Buffy. Oh, she's Banana Girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's I so always many... forget that she's in this movie. Because she has no lines. She's in one shot. She's, <laughs> it's because she's high, staring at a... She, and... and <laughs> I feel like the girl who was um, crying drunk girl that got cut from the movie almost entirely. I feel like that that's she and and Amber Benson as Banana Girl are my two favorite background characters. Easily. Yeah. Easily. No, they're fantastic. I think everyone weird like just weirdly remembers the the Banana Girl because it's such a weird shot. But then there's a shit ton of songs that to me are way more iconic in this movie than almost any of the songs on the soundtrack. Uh, like. How is Mandy not on this soundtrack? Because it probably costs too much money. That's true. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, Romeo and Juliet by Dire Straits, another song that's pretty heavily used in the movie, not in the soundtrack. Six Undergrounds by the Sneaker Pimps, which is a great fucking song. Yeah. Uh, When Amanda Walks Into the Party. I already mentioned Open Road Song. I'll Make Love to You by the Boys to Men has a great (laughs) appearance in this movie. You missed um, London by Third Eye Blind. Yes, Um, when he catches her making out with the... Yes. Yeah. That's what I mean. All of these songs, I'm looking at all the featured music songs, and I'm like, oh yeah, that was in this scene. It's got one of the best soul coughing songs, and that song is so fucking hard to find and it makes me angry because it's so good it's the song that's playing when kenny's like going down the list of all you know he's like nine nine eligible babes and it's like valada 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 <laughs> it's like this weird just like singing gibberish song in the background and it's so fucking good it's the best soul coughing song uh walking on the sun when he's telling his backstory of how he met amanda cold beverages like cold beverage like G Love and the Special Sauce, not like my favorite thing in the world, but Cold Beverage might be like top 10 90 songs for me. I love that song. Um, I want to talk about the scene when Creed Ode plays because it really cemented Creed as such a fucking bro band. It's <laughs> when. <laughs> um, that's exactly what the guitar sounded like. Um, I'm embarrassed to say that I bought and enjoyed My Own Prison because. It was like Metallica light, you know? <laughs> um, I, I, you know what? I will 
I still to this day will will defend a few tracks on My Own Prison. I Creed made a lot of crap after that album, but My Own Prison was a decent enough album. Yeah, I, it, it really doesn't have that many bad songs on it. I mean, it's it's I don't I don't Human like Clay, to however. It. <laughs> like, oof. <laughs> oof. That was the beginning of the end at that point. Um, I yeah. love that Jennifer Love Hewitt has a song in the movie that didn't even make it on the soundtrack. They couldn't even <laughs> throw her that bone. And we'll be talking about her failed music career again in July. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, 311 all mixed up. I mean, I guess a oh, lot of the God, songs. I love that record, too. I Man, I, listen, I know every line. Okay, you know how you can, like, just spout off fucking rap shit from the 90s yeah i can rap 311 that record from start to finish you embarrassingly me, well i forget when it was but one time you were just like i still know all the words to hive by 311 come on like a nightmare yeah <laughs> dude i'm fucking rule anybody on 311 uh, i am the whitest white boy rapper uh, and then we got White Zombie, More Human Than Human, which is like the best song that Rob Zombie has ever written. Like, I don't know, man. Dragula and Idle Hands, was that really did it for me. That's true. Oh, man, Idle Hands we should put on the list. Um, it's already on the list. Don't worry. Cool. Uh, Inside Out, I actually am trying to remember when that – I'm sure it's just like background music in a party it's, scene. Yeah, I don't even remember which part of the, the party it is. But it's it's like maybe 10 seconds. It's not – but the funny thing is, is that they have three Eve Six songs on this, right? <laughs> uh, two. two. Two Eve oh, just Six, two. two. Two Third Eye two Blinds and two Smash Mouth. Yeah, two Smash Mouths. Oh, man. The only other song that I really want to draw attention to that didn't make it into the movie, and I don't even remember where... Oh, please. I, I think I know which one you're going to say. Please I, say I, it. I don't even remember where it is in the movie, but it's a, a very forgotten one-hit wonder song that I fucking love, which is Sugar Cane by the Space Monkeys. Oh, no, I thought you were going to say Grooves in the Heart, man. No, no Grooves in the Heart is a great song. I, I mean, that doesn't need to be discussed. But I bought I bought the Space Monkey CD because of how much I like the song Sugar Cane. And that is another, yeah. like, that is not a good song. But the chorus, I, like, I, well, I, mean, I still it, it, love the, the chorus. The, the, you bought that album? Like, yeah. and it was not terrible? No, it's terrible. But the song Sugar Cane was still good. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Oh, I can feel the sugar cane flowing, trying to change my mind. Yo, 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 when the people say. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, is, this episode is like one third us just shit rapping. <laughs> Tune in next week for more <laughs> when shit we, when we do some more shit rapping. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, will I say that this is the best soundtrack that I own? No. No. Will I say that it's one of the soundtracks that I can put on and immediately just feel nostalgic? Absolutely. Like this, this movie, and I think it's because Can't Hardly Wait was like right in that. It reminds me a lot of like Days and Confused, which is another movie that got two soundtracks. Uh, Days and Confused <laughs> yeah. in the sense that the music is such a character throughout the film that it was like really the only... I, there wasn't another option to kick off soundtracking as a bonus series than they no. can hardly wait. Like it, it kind of was what lit the fire under our asses to be like, all right, let's do this. Like, let's talk about this soundtrack. Cause it is a very good soundtrack. Yeah. You really can't fuck with this soundtrack. I mean, you can try, but I'll just wrap three eleven at you. <laughs> <laughs> That'll put you in some play in your place. Uh, so Hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode. Uh, we'll be dropping another one uh, next month for sure. 
uh, and we'll see, you know, we'll see how this goes. Uh, we're hoping to try to get you guys some more bonus content. Uh, we feel like we've been really denying you guys a lot of it as of late. So uh, I hope you guys like it. Welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 